I'm Kevin Hurton, in from Alika Bilal, and this is The Take. We're coming to you on Saturday and Sunday to bring you the latest updates as Israel's ground invasion of Gaza evolves. Today is Saturday, November 4th. As we record this, it's 12 noon GMT. That's 3 p.m. in Gaza and 8 a.m. in Washington, D.C. Hamas fighters continued to battle the Israeli military, which says it now has Gaza City surrounded as the number of Palestinians killed since October 7th reached more than 9,000. On Friday, Israel continued to strike medical facilities and ambulances, killing dozens. On Saturday, it hit a United Nations-run school in the Jabalia refugee camp in Gaza, killing at least 20 people. Hundreds of refugees had sought shelter in the school, and the neighborhood itself has been bombed multiple times in recent days, killing hundreds. Uh, we visited the north of the Gaza Strip in Jabalia two days ago when the uh, attack on the Jabalia neighborhood happened. This is journalist Hind Khodari speaking to Al Jazeera from Gaza City. We were shocked that there were a lot of Palestinians still living their daily lives in the north of the Gaza Strip. We saw people on queues on bakeries, uh, uh, cleaning up the glass and everything that has been targeted. Uh, They also were uh, looking for water and searching for water. And we noticed that there is thousands of Palestinian civilians still in the north, and they're still sheltering in honorable schools. And we talked to people on the ground, and we asked them, uh, you have been targeted. There has been a lot of threats and warnings for you to leave from the north to the south. And to be honest, all the people were were refusing. They said that they're not willing to leave the north of the Gaza Strip, and they're going to stay in the Gaza Strip, in the north of the Gaza Strip, because they believe that there's no place safe, especially after a lot of people who evacuated from the north to the south have been targeted uh, on their way. On Friday, Palestinians filmed scenes of dead bodies strewn along the road from North Gaza to South Gaza as they attempted to flee. One of them spoke to Al Jazeera. I used the coastal Al Rashid road to flee from northern Gaza. About 500 meters from the Gaza Valley, we came under a barrage of shells from Israeli warships anchored offshore. Also, Israeli snipers were stationed a kilometer and a half away at Al-Zakra area. All the vehicles traveling on the road were riddled with shells and bullets. A horse carriage was hit, all on board were killed, even the animal was torn to pieces. In the occupied West Bank, Israeli troops continued to increase the pace of raids and arrests. They say target Palestinian fighters there. But residents say the raids are also intended to intimidate the population. This is Al Jazeera correspondent Nida Ibrahim. On Friday, Palestinians bid farewell and buried the bodies of nine Palestinians killed by Israeli forces during their raids. On Saturday morning, the raids continued in different areas, many cities in the occupied West Bank, including Al Fawar refugee camp south of Hebron, where soldiers have raised the Israeli flag over the minaret of the mosque in the refugee camp. Also, we've been seeing signs being put up by the Israeli forces in different areas, in Nalin village near Ramallah, for example, where they've closed down the entrance of the town and they put up a sign that reads, this gate is closed 
sponsored by Hamas ISIS. We've been seeing this reference a lot by the Israelis referring to Hamas as ISIS. On the same sign, it says this gate will reopen after the animals' flags are removed, referring to Hamas. In Lebanon on Friday afternoon, Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah addressed crowds of supporters via video screen as he spoke for the first time since the fighting began nearly one month ago. He promised that Hezbollah's fighters would continue to strike northern Israel as they have done regularly since the fighting began. He called on leaders in the region to cut ties with Israel. Governments in Arab and Muslim countries need to put all their efforts into stopping the Israeli bombardment completely. If you don't want to work toward the liberation of Palestine, then your religious beliefs, your humanity, your conscience should make you work on this goal, which is to stop the Israeli bombardment. It is not enough to just have statements condemning it. Cut relations, pull your ambassadors. It is not enough to just make speeches. And finally, organizers have called for demonstrations worldwide today in support of a ceasefire. President Biden has consistently stressed the need for Israel to operate according to international humanitarian law. That's U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who met with Arab leaders in Jordan. Blinken visited Israel on Friday, but did not call for a ceasefire. I also emphasize that the protection of civilians must take place not just in Gaza, but also in the West Bank, where incitement and extremist violence against Palestinians must be stopped and perpetrators held accountable. And that's The Take for Saturday, November 4th. Please join us again here tomorrow. This episode was produced and mixed by David Enders with me, Kevin Hurton, in for Malika Bilal, with Sonia Bagat, Amy Walters, Khalid Sultan, Sari Al-Khalili, Miranda Lynn, Ashish Malhotra, Faranisa Kampana, Zainab Badr, and Chloe Kaylee. Alex Roldan is our sound designer. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer. And Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio.